Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Look at My Records podcast. Very happy today to have Seamstress here with me. How are you guys doing today? So good. Uh, wonderful. So Thank you. Tell me about Seamstress, because I originally thought, Gabby, that was your stage name, project name, but it seems to have a bit of a rotating cast involved. Yes. Um, We used to go by Gabriella, and it was just Charlie and myself. Um, And then there was a lot of Gabriellas out there, so I had to find a band name. Um, So Seamstress is pretty much Charlie and myself. Um, I write the songs and he helps me put music to it. And then live, we kind of have our friends play with us pretty much. So you'd say it's a solo project of yours or it's like a duo? I would say a duo. Yeah. And how long have you been playing as a duo? It's entire existence, the project? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. What, four? Four years. Uh, Seamstress, probably two years. Yeah. Together, we've been writing and playing for... Four. Over, a little over take. four, yeah. yeah. And so did that all start with the Gabriella EP in yes. 2014, that wonderful EP that I've listened to a whole bunch? Thanks. And so was that the original output of the project, that EP? Pretty much, yeah. Um, we recorded that in his house when we were just friends hanging out. Yeah, recorded that in my basement. Mm-hmm. Super fun. And did you guys work on any projects before Seamstress together, or was this the first thing you guys worked on together? That was the first one. Yeah, uh, you were working on that record differently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bit. And then, uh, Very different sound. Then I don't know what happened. You came into my basement. We I kind of, yeah. <laughs> and then a couple of months later, we had a record. Yeah. Yeah. What was the original vision for that EP? Because now you definitely have like an indie folk sound. It's really beautiful and nice sounding. What was your original vision for the project? Honestly, I don't really know if I had one. I mean, I know that I wanted to make some kind of indie rock, but I didn't really start playing music till I was about uh, 19, 20. And I met him when I was 21. So... Yeah, <laughs> it's a long time. Um, so I don't think I really knew what I wanted, and I was trying to work with people, and it just wasn't clicking, and it wasn't making sense for me. And then I met him, and he was like kind of one of the people in the local union music scene that I was like really into his sound and his craft. So when we became friends, I kind of just was like, so can you record this for me and, and help me find that? Because he's kind of really well-versed in production and and engineering and whatnot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. So, Gabby, what what got you involved in music originally? 1920, I think, is a little like past high school. A lot of people get involved with music in high school, playing in bands and stuff. Were you an artist in different mediums originally and then decided, hey, I'd like to do music as well. Yeah, I mean, I I always wanted to do music, but I was very shy. So, you know, I I took lessons as a kid, stopped, kind of messed around in high school, but never in public or in front of anybody. Um, But I grew up doing a lot of drawing and painting. And uh, went to art school and hated it. And was like, I should probably just try this music thing out and get over being nervous. Sounds good to me. (laughs) It sounds good to me. And so after the Gabriella EP, you put out Week Two, yes. another single in 2017. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that single and what's behind it. Great song, by the way. Thank you. Um, it honestly came out of a really, what felt like a really long writer's block. And uh, I would just kind of mess around in my dining room that I made a studio. And we actually did a very slow demo of that song that we put on Bandcamp. In a day, right? It's got a weird sort of charm to it. Yeah. It's slow and drums sound like garbage. That's great. Everything's I mean, I love just it. really beautiful <laughs> about it. It's organic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it came out of this like just weird place that I was in. So I was just kind of literally singing what, what I was going through at the time. 
very powerful. It's a very powerful nice. song. Thank you. But you were mentioning that you guys do play live with friends. Mm-hmm. How does that work? And what would you say are some of the advantages, drawbacks to kind of doing things like that instead of playing with a proper band all the time that you kind of maybe have more control of in a more consistent setting? Right. Or do you like playing that way? Uh, yes and no. Is that a fire truck? It's all oh, good. God. That's all right. that's been happening the last <laughs> few episodes. Adds a charm. Yeah. Jersey City charm to it. Um, playing with friends is fun because it's your friends, but then it could be really difficult when you kind of have to lay the hammer down. I mean, do you have anything to say about that? Uh, um, I mean, it's got its, uh, its pros and cons like everything else. No. Uh, it's fun because you get to play with your friends. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's strange. It's like they're doing you a favor, so you can't be as, uh... Much of a dick as you want to be? Yeah. (laughs) Um, not that I want to be a dick, but, you know, certain things, uh, that you're just like, get it right. Yeah. But it's also like, I'm not paying you any money. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so... Thanks for, for taking time out of your day to do it. Yeah, because for a while I thought Seamstress was you and the other two girls you played with at Groove on Grove. Yeah. And then the other times I've seen you live. Mm-hmm. You guys, you put on a really great live show. Just describe your live show to people a little bit. I think it's really intense. that depends intense. on the day. Yeah. Depends <laughs> on the day and, and who we have available. Um, I, you started the kind of trio thing when I... Uh, started working a bit more. Yeah. Um, and then that kind of took its own thing. And mm-hmm. now she has her, I don't know what your bands are. Yeah. I mean, to me, there's kind of two setups. Like we have the trio thing and then we have full band when, you know, I steal Charlie to play with us and he's not busy working. Um, but I, I mean, I like that about seeing shows, like the kind of variety. It's like, yeah, it'd be great if I heard, the record exactly how it was but I like um I guess that freedom and that space to kind of experiment and make things sound a little different every time so yeah yeah awesome (laughs) and I noticed you released a demo version of a song last month uh, that you wrote about your cousin that sadly passed away Mm -hmm. six years ago Ashley yeah any plans to make that into a fuller song on an upcoming release or are you going to just keep it in the demo form? We actually did start working on a, a fuller band version that we would like to probably put on our next record. We run through these, uh, we do these phases of we get a song and we'll do about uh, 10 different versions of it, uh, 10 different feels and yeah, nothing ever <laughs> really gets done until you know Gabby starts yelling. Uh, but I think we have an idea for it. Yeah. I think it's going to sound cool. Yeah. That, I mean, that demo was just kind of a, a one take live recording of just kind of, Hey, I have this idea and we recorded it. So I shared it. I actually wrote it for a, um, a songwriting collective that I was in with Nick and, and Mike and Mark. Um, so surprisingly, a lot of songs have come out of that. Uh, it's pretty much our whole set, and that was just one of them. How'd that song writing collective work? Because I actually remember Nick LaFalse, our friend. Yes. Hey, Nick. Hi, Nick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mentioning that, do you do a lot of writing in uh, collectives like that with other solo artists? No, that was my first time, and I, I think it was a really fun experiment, but then things got too busy yeah. to be able to pump out a song every week. Um, but it, it did help me write a lot of songs that I'm proud of and that I love very much, but I'm usually a very solitary writer on my own. So then how do you guys collaborate then? If you come up with ideas on your own, how do you work with Charlie? Do you guys sit down and write together or do you come up with ideas individually and then say, Hey, I have this idea. Let's set jam on it or something like that. I think it might be a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, I think uh, a lot of the time, uh, Gabby will write a song and kind of have an idea for, you know, what the song is going to sound like. And then I get my hands on it and I make it 
I think the first phase is always make it a little weird. Um, <laughs> and then I kind of work on that for too long and uh, realize that oh, it, was, it was pretty good the first way. Um, so we go back to that. Um, and, uh, you know, we try to try to figure out that the best way as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, only on a few occasions have I kind of written a song or had an idea and then said, hey, have this, uh, put words to it or put a melody to it. Um, that may have been one one or two songs yeah. only. And that was more recently, too, that we kind of started sort of writing together, I guess. Yeah. And, Charlie, you have your own solo stuff, too, under your own name, right? I do, yes. And how do you guys kind of separate the two, since you guys write <laughs> together a lot, but then seamstress and then your own solo stuff um it's i mean it's pretty easy in the sense of i think our sounds together are you know it's pretty similar since everybody especially i do the same thing with a revolving band that is just our friends um so at the end of the day our sound is pretty similar but i think in the writing aspect of it and recording uh, i think that's where they kind of take their own identity Mm -hmm. um where my stuff is very different than seamstress stuff and I approach it in a very different way. Um, so I think it's kind of fun, though, to have those two worlds collide sometimes. Mm-hmm. Collisions are always yeah. interesting. <laughs> Absolutely. And make for good drama. But So you guys have new music coming out in the horizon mm-hmm. in twenty uh, early 2019. You were telling me January. Yeah. Talk about the evolution of your sound from the first EP, Gabriella, the week two single. It's definitely a long period of time, so I'm sure lots of different things have been influencing you during that time period. Mm -hmm. What can people expect from you guys next, sound-wise, music-wise? I think on the production level, Mm -hmm. I can speak to that part. Yes, you can. a lot more uh, synthesizers. Oh, uh, yeah, not I like a, into them. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of synthesizers, and I think just uh, recording more for myself. I've been able to kind of explore and uh, add whatever I've learned to Seamstress. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like I don't want I don't want synthesizers to sound like we're like an electronic band. <laughs> like, yeah. We're, uh, we're not jumping into the electronic category. Yeah, we two more records until that. But um, <laughs> uh, I think it's definitely um, more of a vintage vibe in terms of like the way we write the song and the music. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if vintage is the right word. It's like a feels nostalgic, I guess. Would be yeah, the, yeah. We're we're grabbing a lot from uh, from music <laughs> that we listened to growing up and our parents you know introduced us to and so yeah and I just feel like I mean we've been doing this for four years and he's gotten a hell of a lot better at just honing his craft in general and learning and that shows a lot I think in the new stuff in a really interesting way yeah you guys are awesome and I can't wait to hear (laughs) new stuff thank you so you guys are gonna play a couple of songs here Live in the Look at My Record Studios, which is just a name for my apartment <laughs> that I like to say it's to make it sound fancy. Beautiful apartment. Thank yeah. you. I love this. Just as beautiful as you guys. Oh Thanks. my goodness. You guys are beautiful. Being too but, kind. Too so, kind. <laughs> what songs are you guys going to play for us today? We're actually going to do that, uh, yeah. that single that's going to come out next year. Um, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. This is exclusive <laughs> live sneak peek. <laughs> you can only hear it here. This will be the only recorded version of this song yeah. until the single comes out. It's true. I uh, feel privileged and honored <laughs> to have it happen here. I'm really, really excited. And what else is next for you guys this year? you have any shows coming up? Uh, yeah, our next show is on the 12th on Monday night at Rockwood, stage one. And then um, we have a show at the end of December at, um, I think, at FM with this band North by North from Chicago. Oh, cool. And yeah, they're Brewster's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Should be fun. When is that? Damn. December That's 28th. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't be there. <laughs> I know. 
I'll be there. Thanks. Right. I'll be off from <laughs> take, work. So. Take my spot. <laughs> I'll play. I don't know how to play anything. This, mm-hmm. is, just this like, is the first I'm hearing about this show. Oh, so. no, oh nice. I told you. I don't think so. Yeah. December 28th, everyone uh-huh. will be full of after Christmas cheer and stuff. Yeah. All right. So it seems she's going to play some songs live. Here we go. We've had this talk too many times. I've nearly mesmerized all my lines. I turn my eyes away from you and notice the skies have lost their hue I don't want to talk about it called uh, Wrong of Me. I 
I've been finding enemies in familiar faces Amongst my friends and in myself Been knocking down my door tonight And I've been itching for a fight I'll be holding my bloody nose on my front steps Cursing, crying, saying I'll be alright Cursing, crying, saying, you know, should have seen the other guy. What I have to go and do that for? Just to prove that I can. Just to prove that I can. scream disqualify myself of a future with you you ask what kind of movie do you think this is how can you ask me when all I ever wanted all I ever wanted was a kiss all I wanted was to hold you like it was the last time I would Why do you have to go and do that for? Just to prove that you can Well, I tell you, you can currently called Untitled. truth and a lie 
Welcome back, Seamstress. Thank you guys so much for playing three songs live here in the Look at My Record studio. Guys, tell us a little bit about the three songs you played, because they're all unreleased. Yes. When can people expect to hear them, have them in their hands digitally? And yeah, just talk a little bit about them. They sounded absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Thank you you so much. Um, Well, one of them will be out in January. And the rest will be following up, hopefully, in April. And then otherwise, you just got to come to shows and hear them live. Yeah, I, I agree, because they sound, they sound pretty good live. So that's Thank my you. two cents, people. <laughs> Trust me. All right, so we're transitioning to the second portion of the program where you guys picked some records from my record collection. And we're going to talk about them, and we're going to play those songs then. Let's start out with Gabby. Okay. First of all, you have way too many records in the best way possible. Um, But my picks are Bell and Sebastian, If You're Feeling Sinister, and Angel Olsen, My Woman. So Bell and Sebastian, that had a specific 
special meaning to you yes. that record specifically you yeah talk about that a little bit sure um well when i was a kid my dad would um for my birthday or christmas always introduce me to a new record that i'd never heard so i think i was in middle school and he got me the specific bell and sebastian record which was my introduction to them as a whole and i just remember it being one of the most interesting wildest things i'd ever heard <laughs> And it's still one of my favorites. Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful music. Mm-hmm. It's dreamy. And um, Angel Olsen, I mean, I'm just obsessed with her. She reminds me of like a, a modern-day Patsy Cline, yeah. who's also one of my favorites. That's spot on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so for Bell and Sebastian, I really mm-hmm. think it's interesting that your dad would gift you records like that. Do you remember yeah. any others that yes, he gave? Yes, I do. Any other highlights from your childhood? Um, he got me, uh, the Smiths, Louder Than Bombs, and he got me, um, oh my gosh, Pixies, Doolittle record, and Echo and the Bunnymen, oh my god, I can't remember the name of the record. It's the most well-known one. Yeah, the, they're in the boat. Yeah, yeah. and it's like blue. (laughs) Yeah, we, we know what's, yeah. Yeah, and then, um. Nick Cave Murder Ballads was also <laughs> one of my first. <laughs> Those are, you got a good education early on. Shout yeah. out to Gabby's dad. Thanks, Who dad. I've met several times. He's a really nice guy. <laughs> cool guy. Mm-hmm. Love seeing him around town. Yeah. It's a highlight. <laughs> But uh, which songs would you like to hear off of those two records? Do I pick one? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with Like Dylan in the Movies from Bell and Sebastian and... Oh, boy. I'm going to go with Sister for My Woman. That's a standout track, yeah. in my opinion, on that album. I love that so, song. Great. Great. Thanks. Charlie, you're up next. Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, so uh, I picked two records. Uh, I picked uh, Carrie and Lau by uh, Sufjan Stevens and uh, Lost in a Dream by the War on Drugs. And uh, I don't know what songs. I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> There's just too many. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, from Sifion, All of Me Once, All of You. Ooh. That's a good one. a good one. I want to pick Under the Pressure, but that's a nine-minute song. You could hey, War on Drugs. anything you want. I'm pretty sure Sister is like uh, six or seven minutes. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's up well, to you. Don't let anything we're can, doing a, constrain we're, you. We're going to do... I'm actually going to do Suffering by War on Drugs. Yeah. Yeah. It's good sound records. It's great records. Yeah. Yeah, why'd you pick them? Why'd you pick them? Tell me. Sufjan. Give me the deets. <laughs> the deets behind Sufjan. I don't know. Sufjan's just been a, a magical presence in my life since I was a child. and uh, Wow, since you were a child. That's awesome. Yeah. I was really young when I first heard it. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's this weird sounding song? And then, what song is it? Uh, I forget. It was, uh, it was like, You the Rabbit? I forget <laughs> the fucking name of it. Mm. It was ridiculous. It was on like a weird... Uh, Christian magazine yeah. compilation, <laughs> uh, and I listened That's to right. it, and uh, I was very intrigued. Um, and then as I got older, he just got better, and he just True. made weirder things, and it sounded great. Um, and War on Drugs, I don't know, they're just, I think, one of the really solid band, good songwriters. They know how to make two chords for eight minutes sound like the best thing you've ever heard. Yeah. It's like perfect driving music. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, I agree. The nicest thing in the world. I can't disagree with anything you said. <laughs> it was all accurate, good stuff. You guys don't fuck around. No Great way. picks. So we got <laughs> Bell and Sebastian, Angel Olsen, Suvian, and the War on Drugs. These are Seamstress's picks, and we'll be back.
We're back, hanging with Seamstress, my buddies, having a blast, talking records, hanging out. We just heard Bell and Sebastian, Angel Olsen, Suvian, Mr. Suvian Stevens, and Mr. War on Drugs, <laughs> except it's just the War on Drugs. He's not a formal mister or whatever. But sadly, we're coming to the end of the program. You guys are so awesome to have you guys here. Let's go through a couple of things before we go, though. All right. You guys are on Facebook, Seamstress, Instagram, mm-hmm. Seamstress. Yeah. Like, follow <laughs> for updates on shows. Speaking of shows, you've got one coming up soon, a couple yes. coming up soon. We have one on November 12th at Rockwood, stage one. We go on at seven. Uh, and then we got... December 28th at FM Bar with North by North and Brewster. I'm very excited for that show. Yeah. Looking forward to it. And everything, Gabriella EP is on Spotify. So is week two. You can also hear the very lovely demo that you released in September called Ashley. That's on Bandcamp, though. Mm -hmm. Seamstress.bandcamp.com. Take note of all this info because you're going to want to listen to this stuff. And 2019, you'll hear some of the songs you heard on this program in recorded format. So stay tuned. You guys, thank you so much for coming on. It was a real pleasure. Thanks for having us. Come back anytime. We'll see you guys soon. We're going to close the program with Seamstress's 2017 single, (laughs) Week 2. That's W-E-A-K-T-O-O. I like what you guys did there with that title. Thank you. Yeah. That was Charles. Hey, you're a clever guy. <laughs> Charles is clever, and this is week two. Little play on words, and it's a beautiful song as well. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.